Hi, I'm Ken Eastman, Dean of the Spears School of Business. On this podcast, Addison Price and I give insight on business tips and tricks, how-tos, and fun stories. Join us and a variety of guests on your walk to class or for a quick break in your day. This is The Buzz on Business. Woohoo! We are back, Dean Eastman. Are we you excited? Are, I am b- excited to be back with you, Addie. It's pretty fun because the last episode of the podcast last season, if you will, was with me and you, and now here we are back at it again. That's right. It's a nice segue into uh, uh, life as we know it. Exactly, exactly. At least we're back on track, back starting the school year, and I think it's a perfect time for us to do a Get to Know You episode. So we can Hang out, we'll answer some fun questions from students. We have a variety of questions, so it'll be great to be able to see what all we have planned. And I see we have the basket of questions here. You can't see it, but we have the basket (laughs) of questions, so they'll be randomly selected. We have a full basket of questions, and so we don't know fully what's gonna come up today. Hopefully, we're still friends by the end of it, (laughs) and uh, we don't have too many disagreements. So we'll see what all is in here. As long as no comment is a possible answer. Perfect, uh, I plead the fifth. Yeah, exactly, we can start practicing all of those. So do you wanna do the honors and start us off. No, no, I think uh, I don't want to be biased, so go ahead and grab. Okay, here we go. The first question. Okay, this one's hard hitting. Toilet paper, over or under? Under. It's the only way. The only way makes sense. You think so? Because I I am an over person. Yeah, my wife was too till I broke her spirit. And so uh, now... now Is it just the way it rolls? Yeah, it just seems to come out more elegantly and quickly. Okay, okay. I can't can't deny that. I like the under. I think that it's a quicker grab, maybe. It's only if you're in a rush. I'm not that much of a hurry, so it's like... uh, Exactly. Take your time. (laughs) Exactly. A lot of time, according to my wife. Oh, my turn now? All right. So favorite family traditions. Favorite family traditions. Okay, this one's a fun one for me. My family, we started um, in 2009 going on a family Christmas trip. So every Christmas break, and we've missed a couple years, so we're not that consistent with it, but it is our favorite family tradition. We'll pick somewhere fun. We try and always go somewhere warm if we can, but we kind of boiled it down to instead of doing gifts and presents and everything on Christmas morning, we go on a trip together. And I think that it kind of reminds us a little bit more of what the true meaning of spending the holidays together and being able to actually be with one another, spend time with one another, and just enjoy the company of your family is. And it's awesome because we get to do a couple fun things. Sometimes maybe we ride sea-doos on Christmas morning. Um, One time we were in Mexico and we were able to have Santa come to the beach on a jet ski. So how many people get that? That was pretty cool. And we are really lucky to be able to do that. So that's one of my personal favorite family traditions. So I've always wondered about, uh, so no gifts in the trip. No gifts. The trip is the gift. So that kind of, yeah, it takes, it eliminates, I guess, some of the unnecessary gifts. And we get the, the big gift and that's awesome. And we're all super excited about it. We look forward to it for months and months on end. And then by the time we're there, we're just ready to hang out with everybody. And so, how old were you when they started? You started this. Well, if it was 2009, I was about 10 years old. Wow! So no gifts after 10. No gifts after 10. Can you believe it? At first, they eased us into it, so we would get maybe one (laughs) gift, and it was kind of a once we have. I have two twin cousins, and they're younger. So once they got to an age where it was not almost mean to not give them gifts and not have Santa come and you know do the whole thing, that's whenever they. Our families, my aunt, my uncle, my mom, my dad, and my grandma, they said, we're just going to have the Christmas trip be the gift. And that's what we do every year. And we all love it. We cannot complain. It's super fun. Always wondered about that. Yeah. Yeah. 
my sons were almost all in their 30s and they would still be des- depressed if they didn't get the <laughs> stocking. So I mean. at first it was pretty tough. It was a tough adjustment. But once you kind of get into the groove of everything, you're happy to be at the beach more than be in the cold. So it's a quick, nice little break in the middle of Oklahoma winters, which is pretty nice. Yeah. What about you? My birthday is January 1st. Okay. So New Year's Eve has always been a big thing. Uh, so the boys usually, you know, try to, now that they're out and about getting home for Christmas is sometimes difficult, but they always now try to get back for New Year's Eve. So we always have a gathering and, uh, and vibe and <laughs> stay up late and uh, play games and that stuff. So that's kind of been now become one of our, our, our big family traditions as, as New Year's Eve. That's really fun. I love the fact that you said vibe. You guys vibe. You can tell you work out of college. <laughs> we all vibe together. Exactly. <laughs> That's perfect. That's per- oh, it's your turn to draw. No, I drew that one. Oh, you're right. It's my turn. It's my turn. I'm paying attention here, Addie. Okay. This one's going to be a tough one, and it's what Stillwater Mexican restaurant do you prefer? Wow, I'm going to irritate somebody. I know, that's what I'm almost nervous to answer. Well, now Stan Clark is one of our graduates, so I have to go with Mexico Joe's. Okay, I will say Mexico Joe's is one of my personal favorites too. Their salsa is clearly the best in town, without a doubt. I love it, yes. I'm a big fan too. One of my other favorites, and I don't know if this counts necessarily as a Mexican restaurant, but I do really like Chili's. Is it a Mexican restaurant? No, I would not <laughs> you don't call think Chili's. So? No, but they, they, sell, they serve some Mexican food, but it's not a Mexican restaurant. Every time I go, though, I get their chicken fajitas. I get some chips and salsa. Yeah, I mean, they serve it, but I wouldn't call them a Mexican restaurant. You wouldn't? No, Fuzzies. Now, yes, they're a Mexican restaurant. Okay, I, like I agree too. with that. Fuzzies is a great one. Their queso is really Nothing good. Nothing against Chili's. I mean, I'm just saying, I would never. You're going to have a whole Chili's army coming after Man, you. Man. No, I'm just Maybe I'm, I know they got the little uh, chili pepper in their logo, but. Uh... That's kind of it. Gives me a little bit. I wonder how they would describe it. What like authentic cuisine it would be. Yeah, I guess I always thought more eclectic than Mexican. But, that's a uh, good. That's a good point. I could totally see that. I yeah. can see the point. I just huh, it's interesting. Never thought of that. You heard it here first. The dean hates chilies. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Get angry letters from the chili mafia. Exactly, I mean, I, exactly. I never said I did. That's okay. Like we those. balance each other out. I love chili, <laughs> so right. I'll take all the love for chili. All right, now it's my turn, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. All right, here we go. What makes business a good career path? Ooh. Okay, I am in marketing and sales, so I'm going to hit it from the marketing and sales perspective um, and bring in a little bit of job experiences that I've had that I feel like have led me to understand why having a degree in a business realm is really amazing. Um, I have seen how being able to be in business, make connections with people, learn the interpersonal skills of it all, learn how to market yourself, learn how to sell a product, all of that stuff. Any job that you go into a business degree is never going to hurt. You'll always be able to up your game a little bit, if you will. You'll always be able to bring something new to the table that, um, not necessarily other degrees couldn't, but it gives you a different edge on knowing kind of what's going on, knowing how to operate in an organization or a corporation, depending on what you want to do after college. I've seen so many benefits from marketing and sales of just how to sell myself to an employer and be able to say, these are the assets I bring to a job. And that goes hand in hand with marketing and sales, being able to do that. And I would never have known that without the spirit school business. Well, glad to provide that. Right? What a nice promo. It was, right? (laughs) (laughs) Some of the extra in your paycheck for that one. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, You know, 
everything is business yeah. uh, from nonprofits on down. So I think that's one of the big things. Uh, years ago, the Business Student Council made us some t-shirts that irritated people on campus because they said, join us now or work for us later. And so some people <laughs> didn't see the humor in that. Right. Uh, some people just don't have sense of humor. Uh, but you know, the point is that everything is really connected to business. So I think getting a business degree, whatever it is, uh, will help you and prepare you for that track and to move either. Like I said, we have people going to nonprofit, people go work for hospitals. So it really, uh, it does prepare you for a wide range uh, of opportunities. Yes, I totally agree. And I will say too, to add on to that with freshmen that maybe are listening to the podcast that are coming in, maybe just dabbling in, do I want a degree in some sort of business field? I came into college not thinking I would ever step foot into the business school. And I had kind of dabbled with other degree options and degree plans. And somehow I was led here. And I remember, I thought at the beginning, this will be a good just kind of, I can you know do general business, figure out what I wanna do, and at least I'll have a degree. And once you kind of find your niche within business, you realize that it does cover a multitude of opportunities in your life and that it's not just kind of a one-stop shop or like an easy way out, but especially with the classes that you're taking through the Spear School of Business, you're really becoming well-rounded and you learn so much about how to operate in a, in a corporate field or in an everyday job, no matter what it looks like. You could be working at home and starting your own business and that's a piece of entrepreneurship. So everything that you're learning, it will help you in some facet of your life, which is really cool. And when you're young, you should dabble. Yes. I, I strongly recommend dabbling when you're young. Uh, when you get old, it's harder to dabble. It's a so. good call, yeah. That's what, that's what college is for, kind of figure everything exactly. out. Exactly. You gotta at learn. Least, at least know which questions to ask. Exactly, so. exactly. Ask a lot all of right, questions. Eddie. Okay, here we go. I get all the fun ones. Is cereal a soup? I feel like you're already no gonna have a strong way. opinion. How do you, this is even a question. But it's liquid. That doesn't matter. I mean. But think about like a potato soup. So potato soup and cereal. Yes, one's hot, no, one's cold. No, it's not cereal. So you, you take both. dry matter and dump milk on it. So That it makes it, yeah, it's not a soup. Soup starts out purposely liquid and then you put stuff in it. You think so if you have like a chicken broth base, it makes it soup. Doesn't matter if it's chicken broth, it just you start with liquid and you add stuff to it. Hmm. Cereal's the other way around. You take dry stuff and put liquid on it. So you're not a pour your milk first. Absolutely not. That's, that's against <laughs> God and nature. I mean, it's like, yeah, that, that, do you ever gone to a restaurant and under soup they have, you know, Lucky Charms, uh, you know, <laughs> Fruit Loops? No, never. It, you never know. It could be the next big thing. Yeah, I'm not going to that You're place. not going to be behind it? Chili's doesn't have that. I can tell you that. All right? Chili's they, would never. Never would they put <laughs> cereal on as a soup. Good if heaven. we're looking for sponsors of the podcast, Chili's. <laughs> That's right. Chili's, we're wide open right now. Exactly. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, what kind of coffee do you usually order and from where? Ooh, are you a coffee person? No. You're not? No. Tea? Well, I asked you first. Well, I'm, but you I'm curious ask. now if you if you like tea or what's I drink, your... I drink tea. Okay. Do you have any sort of like a caffeinated beverage that you enjoy? That's not, I mean, tea well, obviously I mean, is caffeinated. Got caffeinated. But is that your like caffeine fix? Yeah, that and uh, Coke Zero. 
Okay. I am, um, I have a, a plethora of different coffee plethora. orders I like. Wow. Yeah. College educated, you can tell. Hey, well, can you tell? It's really paying off. Mom and dad, you hear <laughs> that? It's paying off. It depends on where I am. This morning, I just got a simple hazelnut latte. That's simple? Hazelnut latte. Well, I know. A cup of coffee is simple. Latte. Okay. As soon as you say latte, I think it becomes more complex. Let's step it up and listen to this complicated order. Ready? Oh, my gosh. Starbucks. For everybody out there that likes Starbucks, if you want a low sugar drink, order just a regular black coffee with almond milk, two stevia, and add cold foam on top. I prefer the vanilla cold foam. It really does make a difference. And it kind of sweetens it up just a little bit. It gives you an extra little sugar kick. But it's really good. I do a grande one of those. I'm opposed to almond milk simply because you can't milk an almond. It's almond liquid. Have you ever seen the video that tells you how to milk an almond? Yes. I, uh, <laughs> having grown up on a dairy farm, you you can't. Yeah, it's like turkey Impossible. ham. Impossible. No, there's no part of the turkey that is ham. All right. Uh, Two different and, animals. No, no, no. And so, yeah, almond milk. It's it's liquid derived from almonds. Okay. But. Your 2% or whole milk, whatever you prefer, <laughs> that milk in there. Okay. But if you want to go for the almond milk. Milk, go for the almond milk. I'm not opposed to it. Just the, the name has always irritated me. It does. Anytime you hear it, you yeah, just kind of get a little just itch. Cringe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just because like soy milk, it's not, you don't milk soy. So I'm assuming you don't like oat milk. It's yeah. Milk, quasi milk. You want to call it quasi milk. I'm fine, but don't call it milk. <laughs> little did we know the coffee order question would cause so yeah, much of I know, milk debate. It's, it's one of my hot buttons. I'm sorry, people. Milk, milk is important. Yeah. There you go. And if you ever noticed that, the non-dairy cream uh, used to say coffee lightener. That makes no sense. Yeah, that I agree sounds with yummy. that one. Let me uh, lighten up my coffee. Uh, yeah, just, this if you're just changing it, the color of it. Perfect, yeah. I always said I'm the person where I want like 75% creamer and 25% coffee. But I have a big sweet tooth, so. Two of my sons, yeah, just drink it black. They're hardcore. They, yeah, I couldn't do that. They do the cold brew. Yeah, so, yeah several of my sons drink coffee. They've gotten to be aficionados. I tried it. I just can't stand it. You can't get behind it. That's okay. It's, it's the after. I can't uh, eat tiramisu. I can't do coffee, ice cream, all of it. Just, bleh. But tea is good. Yeah. English breakfast or Earl Grey, I can do that. I'm a big Earl Grey person. I like Earl, Earl I didn't, Grey. I didn't. I go. spent nine days in China when you drink. And you're in China, you drink tea like 15 times a day. So to be polite, I drank it. And then after that, oh, okay. Okay. What stresses you out that shouldn't? Slash, what are your pet peeves? So kind of twofold. Oh, man, twofer. Mm -hmm. My wife would tell you that I'm a very calm, relaxed person till I drive. <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> I can I can agree with that one. So, yeah. It's so traffic it's probably why i live in stillwater traffic tends to stress me out more probably because i get to be a more of assertive driver people riding my bumper really irritate the heck out of me uh so i know i should be more relaxed uh, driving in traffic but uh yeah that so that's one pet peeves god i you know when i i taught class i actually had a list of my pet peeves really so i thought i want you to know if you do any of these things it's really going to irritate me uh, so i just being honest uh <laughs> with you you know and, don't do this yeah don't do it <laughs> yeah I, i'm not trying to justify that these make sense but these are just for me. this hour do not do it yeah yeah like i think uh, one of them was just you know habitually coming late I will call you out eventually. So I, you know, now I don't know how many pet peeves I have. 
the the whole uh, almond soy milk thing that is a that's a pet peeve. I was about to say We've the milk one might that be one it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that one is. But how about you? But stresses me out that shouldn't. I am a person, and I will say my entire life, I would like to say I'm very laid back. Once I had a full time job and I was on a schedule all the time. I kind of switched that where I'm not as laid back now and I love a schedule and it's not that deviating from a schedule stresses me out. It's just when there's a lack of respect for the schedule. So kind of the tardiness thing. If you say you're going to be somewhere at nine o'clock, let's be there by like 850. You know, I think it's just nice manners. Let's stay on track. And I'm a person where it stresses me out if I'm not on time. Like, I will get overly stressed. For example, I was picking up some of my friends from the airport last week. And I was checking their flight because I wanted to make sure flights always change. I didn't know if it was going to be late or not. I was checking their flights to try and be on time. And I looked and I was at dinner. I looked and their flight was going to be about 30 minutes earlier than what it was supposed to be. So I hurry. I get my stuff together, get in the car. I'm driving and I'm refreshing the flight information, waiting for it to say baggage claim. And I knew that if the baggage claim number popped up, I would freak out. I would start really stressing (laughs) out. And it is just something, and I don't know why used to, I could not have a care in the world. I think that in a lot of ways it pays off that I worry about time because I'm at least going to be on time, even if that's right on the dot, but I cannot stand being late. So I think that's also a pet peeve of mine. I can't stand being late and it stresses me out. Yeah, I don't like being late. I start to almost want to itch. Like, it really does stress me well, out I'm not that I'm going to be late. But, uh, you know. Okay. That's okay, what one, is step <laughs> that's one step too <laughs> one far. That's his one step too far. One step too far. Pet peeves. When people chew their gum and it's not smacking, okay? We're going to really get detailed with it here. Is it just the open mouth chewing? No, but you know when people chew their gum and you can almost hear the saliva in their mouth? Oh. That's what it is for me. When It's just, it's too much. It's too much for my ears. And I'm really, I'm really gum are they chewing? That's what I want to know. They're slathering up. Is it like the hubba bubba gum? I mean, really, how much, how much liquid can you get in your mouth while you're chewing gum? Wow. It's, it's something that, and now that I've said it, you might notice it more. Uh, Yeah. Try not to look for it. But I have a lot of friends that the sound of teeth on a fork, whenever you like bite your food off of your fork, that that really is a pet peeve for them. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that sound? It's the little things. (laughs) <laughs> There's certain sounds I don't hear, so that must be one of them. See, so, there you go. <laughs> don't try and listen for it because it's it's apparently it's a lot. Wow. Okay. I know. I know. Okay, you're oh, up. Now it's mine? Okay. Does pineapple belong on pizza? This is such a hot topic. So much so I had to answer it for one of my prompts for a, a class discussion as an intro, like an intro, uh, really? introduce yourself. Yes. And for me, I don't eat pineapple on pizza. Do I think that it doesn't belong on pizza? Not necessarily. I think you could have maybe a Hawaiian theme pizza, like Hawaiian chicken, maybe some pineapple on it. I don't really know what sauce you'd put on it because Alfredo sauce doesn't sound good on it. Marinara does not sound good. It's fine with marinara. You think? So you're a pineapple and pizza guy. I used to be. I don't so much now, but I'm not uh, categorically opposed to it. To me, anything can go on a pizza. Absolutely anything. Yeah. Lucky Charms, bringing I've, back cereal. There's actually, uh, when I was visiting my son and daughter-in-law in Des Moines, there's a pizza place that has a, a Fruit Loops breakfast pizza. No way. Yep. And it actually hit the national news because people were deeply offended. <laughs> wow. <you> put, like, <laughs> Who gets offended about Fruit Loops on a pizza dough? Exactly. Come on, you need to get a life. That's what <laughs> I'm saying. But, but now, yeah, I'm pretty broad about what could go on a pizza. 
So yes, pineapple. It doesn't stress me out. Or it's not a pet I mean, peeve. Growing up, we had Canadian bacon and pineapple. That's a big thing. Right. I saw a lot of people in that intro discussion that said it was absolutely gross. Hard wow. line, gross wow. to have it on pizza. I'm not a. It's how do gross. How like chicken livers on a pizza? Would that be okay? Well, how do you feel about chicken livers? <laughs> period. I hate chicken livers. One of the one body part organ I'm not really fan of. Uh, just the one. Yeah. Just Surely the one. there's. I pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Every other organ and uh, stuff I can eat, but li chicken livers. Mm. That is a gross one for me. Nope. I'm gonna have to say I've never tried it, and I don't think I ever will. Cow's liver, no problem. But, really? Uh, what yeah. about alligator? Have you ever had alligator? I've never had alligator liver, no, but I made that. Oh, the alligator? Yes, I've had alligator. I have too. I feel like it just tastes like chicken. Yeah, everything tastes like chicken that doesn't right? have its own taste. I don't know what it is. When in doubt, say it tastes like chicken. Yeah. Okay, last one for me, and I have all the all the silly ones, is a hot dog a sandwich. I know you have a strong opinion. <laughs> Absolutely not. Just point blank no. Point blank no. I mean, it's one job. If you put a T-bone steak on a piece of bread, doesn't make it a steak sandwich, right? Maybe. You, have, you know, you have like shaved stuff or, you know, but a hot dog's one giant piece of something <laughs> that happens to be on a bread delivery device. So it is not. And I would even say it's got the hinge. And I know I'm going to crap because hoagies have a hinge. But that to me is so the deciding factor. You got a hinge on the bread, eh, you're getting borderline not being a sandwich. Well, all of the Subway sandwiches have a hinge. I know, and that's my one. one <laughs> but they have meat or other things that are pieces. Okay. So that for me is yeah, I never have considered a hot dog a sandwich. It's just in its own category. Absolutely. It's just a hot dog, point blank. Okay, I can agree with that. I feel like a hot dog, I would agree, is not a sandwich. I love it. And I think that there's a lot of people, I will say, I've had a hot dog that was like a gourmet hot dog, if you will. And it was put, yeah, not like Curdy, but kind of like Curdy, where you put all these other things on it. And in a way, if you put some lettuce on there, which sounds weird, lettuce. Lettuce um, on a hot dog? What yes. are you trying to healthy the thing up? I mean, that's not possible. And some spinach and kale. No, I'm oh just kidding. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. All right. Some tofu on my hot dog. That'll exactly. Work. Exactly. If you like tofu and lettuce and spinach and kale, that's awesome Did for you, you. I don't know if you saw, I saw this yesterday. Uh, some group, I don't know, claims that eating a hot dog takes 35 minutes off of your life. No way. So it became this thing, uh, the, the champion hot dog eater. <laughs> that was one of the things someone said. Has anybody checked on him? Because he's eaten like <laughs> thousands and thousands of him. Yeah, it's any, a, any minute a, now. Eating a PBJ adds 33 minutes. So I guess for every hot dog, if you eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, it'll pretty much balance themselves It adds out. 33 minutes. Yeah, I don't. that's what they found. They that's found, pretty amazing. Yeah, so I don't know what statistical analysis they did. but I'll uh, take it. I love PB&Js. Well, I'll say there you go. You'll live to be 120. And uh, is that a sandwich? Yeah, of course it is. There you go. Great. <laughs> No doubt about that. We settled the big hot dog is a sandwich <laughs> mystery debate today. And we will no longer call soy milk. Never. Or almond milk. Ever never. Again. Never. Okay, good. It doesn't even exist. I'll feel much better about life. Perfect. I'm glad we could. We just added 33 minutes on your life. I know. My gosh. Just from <laughs> that stressor being gone itself. Oh, uh, phew. Okay, last one from you, Dean. Oh, okay. Here we go. What was the last movie you saw? Ooh. The last movie that I saw... I haven't been to like a movie theater in a really long time since COVID and everything. I've just w rented movies at home. I hate to say it, but when Twilight came out on Netflix, I watched all of those movies. So it was the last movie or movies that I watched. 
but not really that I saw. It wasn't a new one. I'm trying to think of the last new movie I saw because I'm kind of a creature of habit. For me, I watched the whole Harry Potter series and I oh, started okay. it last year whenever everybody was in quarantine. And then I just recently finished it at the beginning of August. So that would be the last new movie to me that I've seen, but not a new release. So I actually, when I visited my son and daughter-in-law in Des Moines, uh, we went to see Black Widow. Oh, I did see Black Widow. You did? I did. Well, what, what did we I break the Harry Potter it. for? Come on. <laughs> I mean, that was the last and the first movie I've seen at a theater in, gosh, probably almost two years. So. Are you a big Avengers fan? Yeah. I am too. I have three sons. So Marvel and everything. Superheroes, all that stuff. Yeah. I love it. It was another thing I just recently got into. In high school, I never watched movies, ever. Really? So since college, I've become more of a movie buff. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I've seen all of them. Star my Wars? My wife's not a fan. Star Wars? Yeah. So seen all those. I'm more of a Star Trek guy. I haven't seen Star Trek and I haven't seen Star The new Wars. ones are really good. I, I'm a big fan of the okay, new Star Trek go. movies. Yeah. I might have to watch them. Yeah, you have to. There we go. That's where we can kick off our next podcast. Chris Pine is, is, Pine is, is Anything a, is with Chris great, Pine, I'm in. He, he's a great uh, Captain Kirk. Yeah. He's awesome. Big fan of him. Well, I'm not going to go that far. I like Chris and everything. Decent guy. <laughs> Decent at best. And Captain Kirk it was born in Iowa. Really? Yep. Fun fact for your day. I know. There you go, people. Speaking of our fun facts, should we do our today, this day oh. in business? Shall we? Here we go. A little fun segment of the podcast, this day in business. And for August 31st, in 1803, Lewis and Clark started their expedition to the West by leaving Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Their journey would open up the West for lumber and fur trade, as well as map out suitable land for settlement and agriculture. Iowa was a part of that. Uh, their goal was to find a waterway from, uh, from the United States to the Pacific Ocean and strengthen the United States' claim on the Northwest Territory, now known as Oregon and Washington. Secondly, in 1997, sadly, Princess Diana and Dodi Fayed, I think it's Dodi, were killed in a car crash in Paris. Lady Diana's marriage to Prince Charles was seen by 750 million TV viewers in 1981. I was not one of them. She modernized the royal family and became known as the People's Princess for humanitarian work. Uh, many people believed that the aggressive paparazzi following her every move led to the car crash. After her death, the Press Complaints Commission beefed up its editor's code of practice to create what it called the toughest set of press regulations anywhere in Europe. Her funeral was seen and heard by 2.6 billion people around the world. Wow, I was also not one of those people. <laughs> and more importantly, in 1974, the last episode of The Partridge Family aired on ABC. I was deeply heartbroken. Uh, I was a big fan of The Partridge Family. Had a big crush on Susan Day. What could have been? I know. If she only knew I existed out there in the farm in Iowa, you know. But there being, you go. being 15, I, I don't think it was, I was really in her league. But Partridge Family it was a big thing for me. I would challenge all of our listeners to let us know, A, do you know who the Partridge family is? And have you ever seen an episode of the Partridge family? I think I love you. And <laughs> that's one of the big Partridge family hits. Come on. <laughs> and also let us know which one of today's silly controversial topics of hot dogs, third sandwich, pineapple on pizza, or a cereal soup and, and our milk uh, debate. <laughs> Let us know which one you agree with or disagree with. Give us a little feedback. Anybody thinks cereal is a soup, I'm really going to be concerned. All C's for you. That, I'm just kidding. That, that's all right. <laughs> Yay, well, I had fun with you. Well, I as well, Addison. A great first episode. I'm excited for the next one. Well, we'll let them be the judge of that. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little rate, a review. Let us know what you want to hear about. 
See you next time.